Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. In Genesis chapter oh, 21, verse 1. Shall we all read here from the screen, please? What is the meaning of that? What is the meaning of that? It's interesting. What's the meaning of that? The Lord visited Sarah. What does that mean? For God to visit. He visited Sarah. Sarah, what does it mean to visit? We all say, oh, God came to Sarah or something like that. But really, he came to Sarah. So is he the one who impregnated Sarah? Uh, how? What? Okay, when he came, what happened? Did he come to touch her womb? What? What does it mean for God to visit? In Genesis chapter 50 verse 24 and 25. Joseph said, I'm dying. But God will surely live. And Joseph said to his brothers, brothers, I am dying. But God will surely visit you. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. If it sounds like you just say, that's me. That's me. He said, I'm dying. I'm dying, but God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land to the land which he, he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and Jacob. God is going to fulfill his word, but for him to fulfill his word, he has to visit you. He has to come upon you. Visit. Someone say, visit. visit. Say, visit us, O oh Lord. Don't you think United Kingdom needs some visitation? Yes. Some of you, in your innocence, have been exposed to very wild things that now you have to fight your way out of. Before you could, you could say Jack, before you could be as intelligent or have better understanding, you have been introduced to all kinds of vice, vices and all kinds of things that they actually they took away your innocence by introducing things to you. So, we need a visitation. Because that's what changes, changed Sarah's story. Not just her faith. It wasn't just her faith. It wasn't Abraham's faith. It was God's visitation. And Joseph said to them, I am dying, but God will surely visit you and bring you out. Ah, really? God will surely visit you and bring that means that you're coming out of that situation it's a function of the visitation of God so if anyone should need something what we need is a visitation from God in the book of Exodus chapter 3 verse 16 the Bible talks about how Moses God told Moses that I'm visiting the people Moses went to the people and said go Go and gather the elders of Israel together and say to them, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac and Jacob appeared to you saying, I have surely visited you and seen what is done to you in Egypt. That's what God said. Go and tell them I have visited you. 
and, and that is what Joseph spoke about before he died. He said, God will surely visit you. Joseph was kind of a prophet. He prophesied about the coming visitation of God. Because without the visitation of God, there was no way they, are, they were going to come out of Egypt. Now, coming out of Egypt was the singular most uh, uh, event that depicts the greatest deliverance of God in the Old Testament. Yeah, coming out of, that was the one singular event that depicted the greatest deliverance of God. And it was a function of visitation. God will visit you. Amen. What does it mean for God to visit you? Um, I'm trying to because we'll be talking about it for a while now. So I just now for God to visit you. Actually, the I've quoted just Hebrew scriptures, but the Greek for visitation is the same word. Okay, um, I will visit you. That's verb, okay? Visit. To visit is a verb, right? So to visit is an action word, a verb. The noun form of visiting, actually the, the verb to visit, those of you who have good concord, concordance, not concordance, sorry. Uh, yeah, concordance with the Strong's, the English, so Hebrew and the Greek. It will tell you that the Greek word translated visit sounds like um, um, that's it episcopema you see there's a root word and a prefix hold join hands this is one word episcopemaya okay now you start writing episcopemaya so when you separate this is epi and scopemaya so this is the prefix it always comes so it's like uh, uh, probation What's probation? Pro and ambition. So if you want, you want to understand probation, you have to look for the meaning of patient and then before. <laughs> you understand that? Yeah, so there are a lot of English words like that too. The, the, the prefix and the root word. Now, so which one is the root word? The, yeah. And so in the, in the case of episcopemaya, which one is the? Scopemaya. So, skepto, uh, sorry, so episkeptomaya, rather, sorry, not skepto, skeptomaya, it's like skeptic. That's where you get the word skeptic from. To be skeptical. What does it mean to be skeptical? Yeah. So you are looking at something with, mm, it has to do with trying to investigate things very well and I want to find out, kind of, no, no, it's also, yeah. Scope. So episkeptomaya means epi is on top. It also means intense, serious, enhance. So enhance looking at something. Visit. That's visit. To look at something, give the something now intense attention and look at it very well. Oh, you know. So the the Hebrew Hebrew uh, uh, sorry Latin Latin word for epi is 
sounds like this. Episkeptomaya, the Latin word for it, it's super vidare. V-I-D-E-R-E. It's like vidare. Super vidare. Super vidare. If you type super vidare, that is the original. It comes from super. Super is intense. Vidare is to look. Vidare. That's what we get the word supervision. So supervise. So supervision is super vidare. Supervision is to supervision. You know, your supervisor is always trying to find out what you are doing. <laughs> they are all the same. Vision and visit. Ah. Vision and visit. Why do you visit people? To go and... Oh, I feel like preaching. Uh... <laughs> so, visit and vision, they are from the same root word. Vision. So, when you talk about super... Vidare or vidare means that to supervise, to supervision. And it is this, that's where we got episcopus, bishop, not episkeptomaya. Bishop is episcopus, which is the noun form of visiting. Episkeptomaya. So, episcopus, that's a noun, bishop. What does he do? He supervises. He episcopemias. What does he do? He visits. So does it make sense when Hebrews chapter? No, no, sorry, not Hebrews 13, 20. That's a shepherd. It's rather first Peter. I'm sorry. First Peter says, For you are like sheep going astray, but have returned to the shepherd and the overseer. You see, some other translations will use bishop. This one uses uh, okay, King James says. Bishop of our souls. What the previous translation has, I suppose, New King James, shepherd, overseer. So, who is a bishop? An overseer. What does he do? He episkeptomaias. Oh, please take your seats. Thank you. So, when we are saying God visits us, it's not like He comes to sit near you. When you go to the hospital to sit, visit people, you actually go and see them. You are visiting to examine. So in those days, when, uh, uh, like the army general in the Greco, uh, Greek times, when the army general visits the troop, he goes to inspect them to check, are you guys, if they are battle ready. If they are not battle ready, just leave them back for intense scrutiny and training again. Have to come and visit. Okay, you're ready. It's like quality control. And now you can go. So when God comes to visit us, in the olden days, they always prayed and wanted God to visit them when they were walking well with God. But it got to a time, Amos said, the day of visitation is coming and it will be a day of gloom because you have turned your back against God. In the book of Amos. So the children of Israel always looked forward to a day of God's visitation. When you walk with God, you look forward to the day of his visitation. But when you are not walking with God, you don't look forward to his visitation. Because the day of visitation, he comes to look at you and examine you. He comes to take a critical look at what is going on in your case. What is going on with you, the pastor may not know. But God should know already. But this time, he actually now is giving, it's your turn. 
when God is visiting you, it's like it's your turn for him to show what he can do. Shall visit us, O Lord. As you shout it, you are connecting to your marriage. As you shout it, you are connecting to your breakthrough. As you shout it, you are connecting to your testimony. Shall visit us, O Lord. So, there is another word which is okay. So, episcopus, epi, that is super, over, by more conos, intense, enhanced. So, over and intense, scopus, you know, scope, you know, long range rifles have got scopes on it. Yeah. Scope is to see something through what you, you have to are looking. So telescope, you see far, far things. These things that are telly, telly, you know telly. Telly, <laughs> telly means that, yeah. Telly, phone, far phone. Television, seeing far. Telly has to do with something away from you. Now, telegraph or gram. One of them, and yeah, telegraph, telegraph. Tele has always something away from you that is getting to you through a medium. So, telescope, you are standing here having a scope to see tele. <laughs> are you getting it? Yeah. Micro, what does it help you to do? To see micro things from the scope of things. So scope has to do with seeing, looking. That's why Epi Bishop is an overseer. Over and sees. Overseer. It's two words. Prefix and what? The roots. So over and seer. English word is full of, the language full of word salad. Combination of different words and then so epistemologically, when you look at every word, <laughs> you know that this place looks like a lecture lecture hall. So we might as well do some lectures. <laughs> oh, today I wanted to put something on Facebook, tweet something, or put it that if any. If you don't have a reason why you believe in Jesus, you are not saved. <laughs> Any hope that doesn't have reason is not a proper hope. Your faith must have a reason. I, I'm making you think. Why do you believe in Jesus? I don't know. They say we should believe. Then you are not saved. I'm telling you, you are not saved. <laughs> the saving faith has reason. Reason does not save. But the faith that saves has reason. <laughs> it says that be prepared to give a reason for the hope that is in you. First Peter chapter 3 verse 16. I think 15 or 16. 15. But sanctify the Lord in your heart and always be ready to give a defense. When you read some other translation, that defense to everyone who asks you for a reason. You have to be able to say why you believe in Jesus. If you don't know why you believe in Jesus, you are not saved. If someone says, I'm saved, 
but I don't have a reason for my salvation. It is either you don't know there is a reason you haven't identified or you are not saved. Because you must know. So, the, in the, as, I, as I said, there is the oversight, overseer, um, which is the bishop, overseer, and I told you how vision and visit are from the same root word. And one word that you, I can't go without letting you know is provision. Provision. Genesis chapter 22, verse. I think we should read from verse 7. Just give us verse 7, let's say. So Isaac, when they were going to, God said, give me Isaac. When they were going to sacrifice, when he was going to sacrifice Isaac, he didn't tell Isaac you are the sacrifice. You see, you see, that should tell you, Abraham, the question Isaac asked should tell you, Abraham was a regular sacrificer. So his son knows or knew how to sacrifice. Because sacrificing was not new to them. That's why his son said, ah, Father, he said, here am I, my son. Then he said, look, the fire, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb? Because to do a sacrifice, you need the lamb. You mean that you need the main object to be sacrificed. You need the lamb for the sacrifice. You need the fire because if you kill the lamb without fire, it's not sacrifice. It must be burnt. And then the, the aroma will rise to heaven. So once it's burnt, you don't go and say that. But what are they doing with my lamb in the church? It's burnt, my friend. <laughs> so they, they needed lamp that's the main object but you need the fire to burn it so that it's now out of your control it's now in the hands of God so he said father the, 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 the fire and the wood but but where is the lamp because a lamp is needed then look at the next verse let's all read the next verse together read it out loud see that word there? God will God, so that word God will provide in the original Hebrew is Jehovah Jireh. So Jehovah Jireh was translated into English as God will provide. But it is one word, Jehovah Jireh or Jehovah Jireh. That's where the, the word Jireh comes from. Provider. Now, so having said that, what will God do? What will God do? Provide has two words. Two joint words. I know you are good students. Yeah. You can tell uh, uh, that there is supposed to be what? No, no, no. The prefix and then what? In this case, Provision. What do you think is the prefix? Pro. Pro is an easy thing to remember. Pro, pro. There are a lot of pro, 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 pro. You know, pro footballer. <laughs> pro. <laughs> eh? Professional. All right. Professional. Confession. Fashion. 
pro, all those things. English, I told you, is just a combination of. So, provide. Provide or provision. Provision has to do with what's pro? Before. Yeah, pro is like before. Pro. You know, pro is before. So, uh, pro almost like pre. So, provision or for. Pro is for. So, provision is God. If you say God will provide, that means God will see ahead. Vision. Does that ring a bell? Providence. When he said, This is providence. Providence. It's like God already knew what was going to happen. How come the day you sat on the bus, the very person you sat on was looking for somebody like you to hire for a big international? And you just finished praying and you sat there. The person said, Do you know anybody? Do you know anybody who has this expertise? We have a big contract. I just came into the country. I'm looking. He said, That's all I do. I've been looking. Wow. And you, 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 you just prayed about it. That's provision. So you see, like, like God has provided, but it is pro ahead. He knew something. Divine providence. He has made arrangements. Some of you, the way you met your husband. Yeah. The way you met your wife, and today you are in church. It was like divine providence. How come you ended up in that school? Because if you had not gone to that school, you, have no, you would have not met that professor who liked you so much and helped you to become, and it looks like you are now working in destiny or oh, all these things. Pro. <laughs> so now, what I want you to understand is when God visits you, he doesn't just come to see, but now provision is not known, knowing ahead, not just God knows ahead, okay? To have providence also means that God has actually made available for what needs to be done. And that is why God visited Sarah. So God's visitation comes with provision. Divine visitation comes with divine providence. Providence. Someone say providence. Oh, so when we are praying that God visit us, what you are saying is, God, come, look on my case and do it as you have already planned. Do it. So that's why Abraham told Isaac, God will provide. God will pro see. He will see to it that everything will go the way it must go according to his plan. So when God visits you, Satan's plans don't succeed. Don't you think you need somebody needs some visitation here? When God visits a people, when God visits a person, the plan of Satan is thwarted. Chronicles chapter 16 verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro the whole earth. His eyes go like this. What's he looking for? He's looking visitation time. He's looking for somebody to visit. Who? For the one to show himself strong to visit. On the behalf of those whose hearts are loyal towards King James, upright, whose hearts are perfect towards him. God will show himself strong on somebody's behalf. Some of us, we are too concerned about what others think about you. You must be concerned about your, the condition of your heart before God.
Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.